Here we go. You are now listening to Random Rambling with Rock. Get ready for some random shit from Rob Now everybody stand up and lift your arms Put your hands in the sky like you're pinching stars Go piss on Mars! What? It's so random, it's all gravy The podcast is Rob's, yeah, go crazy Yup And all kind of shit like that That's what Rob says when he runs off track Fun fact, tuck that in your brain Fuck that, nutsacks, we act insane And the fast lane's still smooth like butter Rob, dude, you one cool ass brother Motherfucker You might hear that about every other word But who's keeping camp? The ramblings get so random What's happening, I'm babbling So much you can't handle me Chattering teeth Sound like a battle axe bashing the beat Don't laugh when I speak Cause really, we're just some idiots I ain't talking about a little bit I'm talking fully illiterate Like little kids trapped in a grown man's body Acting a fool like Lindsay Lohan party Like it's a part of your life We party all night Blackout, that's how we party it right Hit the Walmart cause we bored as shit Instagram and upload the vid <laughs> Look at it, look at it Rob hanging out in the Walmart for no reason, just Instagramming. He got his phone out, walking around looking at himself like, hey, look at me, I'm walking through Walmart. It's so random, Rob. It's so random, random. but that's what we love. Random ramblings with random Rob. Ramblings. Random ramblings. Motherfucking random freaking ramblings. motherfucking. Random ramblings. Random ramblings. Random ramblings. Blah, 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 blah. What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back every week and listening to the podcast or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a new listener, thank you for joining us. Um, Have a jam-packed episode for you. I got some bonus content. I got some voicemails that we're about to get into. And um, I'm not in the bounce house with all the Robinson kids. So let's go on and get to it. I like to jump, jump, jump into this voicemails that I got. I got two voicemails here. One from Jared. He is one half of the hashtag blackout podcast. And he has a question for me because he is here from here. I was about to say he's he is here that would be really weird because it's damn near two o'clock in the morning in my house and everybody sleep but me so it would be weird if me and him was in here podcasting because i don't know why it would be weird i mean we podcasters so why wouldn't we podcast but it would just be weird for him to be specifically here at this point in time at one o'clock in the morning at my house if he wasn't here previously in the daytime like breaking bread with us maybe having some drinks watching some TV, eating some food. It, but for just for him to pop up right now at like one something in the morning while I'm doing my intro from a podcast, that would be really weird. But um, he is here from here, Houston, Texas. And he just had a question to me about, um, you know, my kids and transitioning and things like that. So check it out. We're going to get into it right here. Yo, Mr. B-Rob, this is Jared, one half of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, with a random, random question for you. I expect to hear you hit that random button. Anyway, uh, yo, thanks for leaving us a message. Uh, looks like you found your son's inner tube, hopefully. Uh, he remembers to fill up the air in his tires before he goes to school next time. Um, my question is this. 
can't remember how long you guys have y'all have been in Houston, but uh if you moved to Houston before your kids or I guess while your kids were still in grade school and the other state y'all were in, um have your kids been sad if they wanted to move back and visit their old friends? And they wanted to move back and uh move into the same house that y'all used to have? Uh or uh, have they transitioned well? I just want to know because my little ones uh, are in grade school right now, uh, and uh, yeah, they are sad that they uh, because they miss their old friends and their old rooms and the old house, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, that's all I got. Um, something else is pretty random. Uh, let's see here. Um, I wore these pants four times without washing them. We black it out. Peace. And thank you, Jared, one half of the hashtag blackout podcast. It's funny how I don't ever hear from the other half of your motherfucking show, but that's cool. At least you're showing me some love. But yeah, man, um, my oldest two really didn't care because like, um, the way the whole thing works is, I mean, I've been in the military for their whole life. You know, so they've from a young age have been used to moving all over the place. Um, my daughter was born in my hometown of Lake Charles, Louisiana. My son was born in Jacksonville, North Carolina, aboard Camp Lejeune. And um, my baby, the youngest one, she was born in Savannah, Georgia. And my daughter, she, my daughter, my son. Um, the older two, they've been to North Carolina, they've been to Georgia, they've been to South Carolina, uh, they've been to Missouri, and the baby has been in North Carolina and Missouri, and now we're finally settled here in Texas. The only one that has ever been, you know, sad to ever leave was my youngest, the baby, you know, because that was her first time in school, it was her first, uh, teacher, and whenever we left from Missouri to move here to, um, Houston, you know, she, uh, just out of the blue one day just started crying and, um, we was like, well, what's wrong? He's like, I miss my teacher, Mr. Beecham. And, you know, and that was the last time we ever had anything like that. The older two just don't give a fuck. It was like, we, every place that we've been <laughs> was shitty except for Savannah. Savannah was pretty cool. I liked Savannah and it was like on my list to of places that I wanted to retire because that's where I met Mrs. B. Rob and um, I felt more comfortable there but Houston is cool it's closer to my family and everything and it's um, closer to my family just like I said I mean I like Houston H-Town is, is great but um, the older two they like it here the baby she likes it here she um used to the school thing. And I think it's great that we finally planted somewhere because, uh, the older two are in high school now. Well, my daughter's a freshman and my son will be a freshman next year. So I like to have their last four years to be here, you know, so they can just don't have to worry about moving again. So if that answered your question, that is, they don't give a fuck, but <laughs> With older two, at least the baby is just like she she very sensitive. She she's a emotional child. The other two is just like eh, whatever. Especially my son. And backstory on the inner tube thing. 
I bought my son a brand new bike. And um I bought him an air pump and everything. And I got him a bike lock because he asked me, could he start riding his bike to school? He had an older bike. The brakes was messed up on it. And I just figured like, hey, Walmart has some bikes on sale for $40. Brand new bike. Brand new everything. So got him the bike. Put it in the garage. And I told him, I was like, hey, man, before you go to school Monday, you need to go out there Sunday and pump some air in your tires and everything. Make sure your bike good to go before you go try to ride it to school Monday. So. I had an appointment Monday morning, so I wasn't there when he left to go to school. And I didn't go in the garage because he told me he did what he was supposed to do. And uh, my wife texted me. She, she was like, did he take his little sister bike, the baby bike? Because she got a a bike that was similar to his. Did he not know which bike was his? I was like, he knew. Because, I mean, I told him. Go in the garage when I get back to the house. The bike that I got him, the brand new bike that I just got him, the freaking valve stem was ripped out of the goddamn inner tube. Somehow, some way, when he was pumping air in his tires, he pulled the valve stem out of the goddamn bike, <laughs> the, the inner tube. And then he didn't say shit to me. He didn't say shit to my wife. He just went up there. I was like, like nothing happened. Then when he got up in the morning, he just rode his sister bike to school. I mean, it's not like she got a girly bike and then she won a free bike from her elementary school for being a top performer. So I was kind of proud about that, but she is not a girl. bike It's like a free black bike. It was like what a little boy would ride. So he just took her bike instead and didn't say shit. So I had to go buy another motherfucker in the tube and resist the urge to choke the shit out of him because he lied to me or he didn't tell me he had an issue. But anyway, I digress. Next Email, email, what the fuck am I talking about? Voicemail. It got mail in it. It confused me. It's two o'clock in the morning. I get a little delirious. And that's what makes the show random. Oh, and Jared, I forgot. What the fuck? That's your random button, dude. <laughs> but next voicemail comes from Ajar. He joined us. On the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company, which is the second uh, podcast that I do, is all strictly professional wrestling based. So if you want to hear me talk about professional wrestling, you can go ahead over to the NAI Network. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and all that other cool shit. Search for the NAI Network. It's a streaming deal. It got multiple podcasts on there. And my specific show that I co-host on, is the pipe bomb with McCool and company. So he was a guest on that show. It was a part of the fan forum. He's one of the top contributors to the show is a question driven. So if you have a question about professional wrestling or just a question in general, you can go ahead and shoot that over us over, shoot it over. It's like, yeah, shoot the moon, baby. Don't hit me in the face with nothing. You can shoot that over to us on Twitter using the hashtag three count. Or you can use our new uh, Twitter handle, which is the pipe bomb in AI. But here is my man, HR's voicemail. Rob, the random voice message. This is King Ajar. I'm here in California. You hear the navigation. Anyways, here's my random 
podcast question for you. Better waterfall, Maurice or Trish? And that was the dude ajar. We're gonna have him on the podcast here pretty soon. And um more backstory. Waterfall. <laughs> if you listen to the show, The Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company, only on the NAI network. Um, I got this uh, thing started and me and Josh, one of the co hosts, um, we talk about females and uh I don't man, I don't even remember I I just say so much shit, man, it come out of my mouth and I don't it's it's just fucking weird. But we was talking about fe- in reference to females, you know, the lower the area down there where you put the things in and make the stuff and make you happy and uh, skeet skeet skeet. Um we was calling that the waterfall, you know, vagina juices waterfall. And so um anytime <laughs> We talk about a specific female wrestler or whatever. We'd be like, mmm, chocolate waterfall or vanilla waterfall or Dasani waterfall, you know, just depending on who the wrestler is. So his question to me is, who is the better waterfall, Maurice or Trish Stratus? Now, Trish Stratus is OG status. I mean, Maurice um, has a little bit of history in WWE as well. But out of the two, I mean, I like them both, but I think I would go with Maurice. Maurice is my pick of the week. That's the waterfall. I would like to dive in it and things of that nature. That's our sexy time sound effects over there on the pipe bomb. <laughs> but there it is a jar. Maurice, that's who I'm picking. I, I think I know who you would have picked as well. I think you would probably been high-fiving on that one. We'd probably pick Maurice too. But, yeah, it is what it is. Got voicemails. And if you want to send voicemails, go ahead and shoot them my way. And the way to do that is by dialing 304. Talk Rob. That is 304-825-5762. And, and I, ugh, oh, I'm enough of my incoherent fucking jibber jabber. Um, before I talk about my guests, as I stated previously, there is some bonus content for this episode. It's a track that was submitted to me by a group that goes by the name of TLR. And um the track that they submitted to me was Run It. And it is a it's a pretty cool tune, man. It's like got a summertime vibe to it, some R and B feel. And I think you're gonna dig it. So stick around after this episode for the bonus content. Man, shit, we're gonna have double bonus content because my guest is a musical guest as well. Her name is Sabrina Fala, and she is very Canadian. <laughs> um, she submitted she just like I've been asking y'all to do. She shot me an email, um, asking about um playing her music. I think I played it uh, um one of her songs two episodes back or episode back. I don't fucking remember, man. That's why I record all this shit, <laughs> so I have audio documents and everything. But um. She shot me the um, the info, and I was just like, hey, would you like to come on the show and promote yourself and promote your music? 
And here she is. We hear talking about how her EP Kiss is a Killer came together in only three weeks. Uh, some of her uh, freaking video choices, like movies that she liked to watch and genres and whatnot and her musical background and how she got into the music industry and um, what she's looking forward to in the future. So, without further ado, we're going to get into this edition of the Random Ramblers with Rob podcast featuring Sabrina Fala. What you was up to? What am I up to? Mm-hmm. Um, just like like right now, the second. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> chatting with you. Uh, gonna go to the mall later, and you know, do stuff. <laughs> We're getting some stage stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> and shoes and equipment and all kinds. Oh, of shoes and equipment. Well, I have I have PA and. Uh, I have a mic stand. I have all the cables. I have stuff, but um, picks are always good to get guitar picks because you know they they get used a lot and stuff like that. But other than that, for being a solo artist, I have the stuff for being one person on stage. But if I needed a band, then then I, I need the amps and the, and then the bigger speakers. But most of the venues should have the speakers. Hopefully. <laughs> How many instruments but you play? I play um, two, guitar and piano. Yeah, I, try I, I started with piano, and then I went into guitar. So, yeah. How long have you been playing? Guitar? Either or one. both. Well, I started, well, I can't say how long, but I, I can say I started piano at the age of 10. And I started guitar, I think, when I was 15, and I'm 28, so. Okay. Yeah. Cool beans. Like, is, <laughs> is, is that something that you wanted to do, or it was kind of like, here, you're going to learn this thing? I was always into music, so at the beginning, I liked, I wanted to learn an instrument, but I, I don't know why. I just chose piano to start with. And then somebody told me, um, you can't carry the piano with you. So then I grabbed the guitar and then, but, but I have been singing my whole life, but I needed an instrument so I could write songs to have like the music side of it. But I used to write poetry and stories before I I was playing an instrument. So it all led in together in the end. All right. Cool beans. Now, um, (laughs) uh, disclaimer. I don't never do research and anything. We just have general conversations and everything. So where are you from? I'm from Canada, Ottawa, Ontario. I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you now? I, I, I'm at home in Ottawa. Oh, okay. But it's, um, the snow was actually melting, but yesterday was minus 30. That, that is cold here. That is freezing point. So yeah, but hopefully soon though. For us, we don't really get spring like ever. Maybe well, like (laughs) the thing is, yes, spring is coming, but we don't know till the weather gets warm, right? So sometimes it takes until May 
for the warm weather. Sometimes we get snow in April. Snow just likes to come when it wants to. We, we never know when the snow is going to stop. And, and we have a longer winter than summer. So yeah, we pretty much have more cold here, but sometimes we're lucky and summer lasts longer, but it's very rare that that happens. <laughs> so what is, what is it like? I mean, as soon as that first, you know, hint of warm weather comes around, I mean, do you just automatically jump into shorts and t-shirts and everything? <laughs> no. Um, I still wear my pants and my uh, uh, sweater. And even when it's hot, I still wear a, a thin sweater and just leave the zipper open because I never know if 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 it's going to get cold at some point. Like it's cold in the morning, then it's hot, and then around 5, 6, it's cold. So I never know when the weather is going to change, but sometimes it's so hot, we, we don't want to go out, but that's rare. <laughs> we had that one year, and I, I was like, it's way too hot in here. <laughs> Yeah, but 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 that was a good year. But that was hot though. That was that was too hot. I don't know. I I'd rather be cold than hot. But at the same time, I don't want to be that cold. <laughs> it, it's really funny because um, people think because I, I live in Canada, I'm used to the cold. No, <laughs> I'm not used to the cold. I I don't think we'll ever get used to it because sometimes it's really bad and. And we don't know when the temperature is going to go up or down. We had some warm weather last week, but then it went to like freezing point. So it changes on us. All right. Have you ever been outside of Canada so far? Yeah, I've been to uh, New York, San Francisco, L.A. I've also been to Europe. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Now, speaking about the weather and everything, I mean, was that a culture shock from, like, the first time you leave in Canada being used to all that cold weather than going to somewhere like New York or L.A. or something like that? Okay, L.A. probably, yes, because it was cold, and then I go to the warmth. It's like, it was beautiful. Um, Europe, it was raining a lot. <laughs> you know, different places was raining, so... I don't know. It's, but, uh, it sounds like a dreary place. Uh, but 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 the food was nice. The yeah. fish and chips in England was good. So like whenever you go to these uh, different places and everything, do you hit all the like stereotypical foods and everything, or you go to? Uh, I like to try what they're known for. <laughs> like if I'm like I I went to Nashville, so I said, what what do you guys eat here that it's so like known for you guys? So I tried their ribs and their the beans. Barbecue, yeah. The, the way Nashville would make it. Oh, it was so good. So good. <laughs> yeah. Out of all the places you've been so far, what's been your favorite? Oh, Nashville. It's the music city. Really. I, I would so... I, I wouldn't move there, like, completely, but I would love to go there and just do, do more traveling around Nashville. See it more. It was really nice. Okay. And yeah. the ribs were delicious, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But but I couldn't believe how their French fries were so big compared to Canada. Like, huge. <laughs> I, I'm like, we get half of this here. What's going on? 
It was huge. I'm not used to that. <laughs> I'm not used to the big portions like that. But uh, yeah. Well, don't get used to it because you might have some health concerns later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So, I mean, we established that you've been doing poetry and singing from a young age. But, like, what made you decide that you want to make it a career? That's that's a nice question. Um, well, I think it's because my well, I think it has to do with my dad um, being in a band when he was younger, and he sings for fun. And then my cousin is—I think he was in a band. I don't know if he is anymore, but he has his own studio, and he used to play instruments like guitar for me and show me chords and I I do have a musical a musical family on, on one side so I think because we, we were always musical that led me to wanting it but also I used to listen to lots of music when I was younger I really don't know I just remember hearing people on the radio and I'm like I want to do that and then it's like oh my gosh I didn't know how much work you had to do but <laughs> It's it's so worth it in the end, you know, all the training and the songwriting and meeting people and doing. I had to do so much to get to where I am, you know. But uh, but it's yeah, it's but but music industry is changing every day, so I have to keep up with that too. Oh, all the social medias are changing, and some of them are not as as uh, I mean, like um. They're saying Facebook now is better than like Twitter because and people are more on Facebook than Twitter. But I say use them both because yeah. you can get uh, new supporters from Twitter, but they might not be on Facebook. So I try to use all of them as much as I can because not not everybody has Twitter. Not everybody has Facebook. Yeah. So I don't know that the, the Facebook thing is kind of uh, tricky, I guess. Because I mean, yeah, I'm with the Facebook it. Live thing. Yeah. yeah, it is tricky. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are on it or whatever, but at the same time, a lot of people don't use it. If that makes sense. Well, from what I, from my experiences anyway, I can't speak for everyone. Well, I don't know because from my side, I don't see many people going on Facebook Live on my end. Yeah, me neither. But I'm, but I might not be following the people who are on it a lot. But I do see tags on my on my feed, but they're not in my friends list, so I don't see them go live. Yeah. But uh, but they but they are saying it's good to use it, but don't use it unless you have something to say. Yeah. And that, because because it really goes out. Yeah. Everywhere, so yeah. Yeah, I kind of um, I have those things just like you said, because everybody doesn't have a Facebook or everybody doesn't have a Twitter, so you gotta kind of mix it up. And I think it, what's cool about those things is that you can link them all together. So if I post something on Twitter, it automatically pop up on Facebook. And if I post something on Facebook, yeah. it automatically pop up on Twitter. Yeah, that's interesting. I used to do that, but then I, I realized, what if I put something on Twitter I don't want to put on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't do that right now, but, but I like doing it separately because I like posting stuff. Yeah. But I, but a lot of people do that. But sometimes I'm like, I don't want to double post this or double because. But anyway, but yeah, I like how everything is linked now. Even I think even um, 
I said Instagram yeah, or Instagram something. There. Now Instagram, you can link to your Facebook too. It's interesting. Yeah, uh, sometimes these uh, it works against me because like um, I'll post something <laughs> on Instagram, and then since all the other accounts are linked, I'll post it to Instagram. It'll pop up on Twitter, and since my Twitter is linked to my Facebook, it'll pop up on Twitter and Facebook. And then it'll pop up on Facebook and Instagram. You know, it's, just, it's a vicious cycle. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, see, see what I mean? Yeah. So it's a vicious but, circle. But if you know from Twitter to Facebook, you'll just be posting that once, it's okay. But if I post something just for Twitter, and I and then if it goes on my Facebook, it's going to be a mess. Mm-hmm. And, and that happened. And sometimes in the past... It would not even work. There was like a failure or something happened, so we messed everything up. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it myself until I really figure how to do this because I post so much that I don't want every, like, I, I don't want everything I put on Instagram on, on my Facebook. Sometimes I'm, I am posting a food or something. Yeah. I don't want food to go on my Facebook. So that's why I don't want everything to link. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I don't know. But I do see a lot of people linking stuff, but yeah. it's it's how they want to do it, right? Yeah. I, I, I rather spend the time to know where everything is and where I'm posting it than just posting it and then, oh my God, it went there. I didn't want it to go there. <laughs> yeah. And then I have to log in and take, take it off and then it just ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. Now you're yeah. talking about social media and everything. I've been, I have been seeing your name pop up quite a bit. Um, you've been doing a lot of different podcasts and everything. So podcast. And do you want to know what's interesting? Speaking about Twitter, mm-hmm. I found all of all the radio stations and all the podcasts on Twitter. Yeah. So to people who think Twitter isn't the very good for social media, you can find a lot on Twitter, and not just to find supporters. If you search other stations. You'll see on the bottom, they'll tag you to other stations. Yeah. I do that. And I found you and everybody else on the, I, wait, did I find you on Twitter? Yes, you did. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I think I'm thinking of somebody else, but yeah. <laughs> so it's very interesting. And I've been doing that a lot and I'm finding so much I could not find before. It's amazing. You just have to look for it. Yeah. Uh, I use, um, I think Twitter the most out of all my social media accounts. Mm-hmm. No. And and everybody should have a Twitter. It's very good. Yes. It's it, it's hard to explain it, but you can find a lot of people on Twitter that don't have other social medias. So. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's a little grind because like you expect that person to have you know their name as their thing, but sometimes they put like Monkey Butt twenty seventeen or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the, also, they should know that if they want people to find them, they should put a name that is a business name that is on all of their pages, so the, so it links. But I I don't know. Yeah. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, uh, you talked about um how social media changes everything and um how the music industry is changing. Um, what are some of the things that you've noticed from the time that you started up until now that's really really changed from what social media and that everything is on on the net now like speaking about facebook live that they're now saying artists should go on facebook live and even 
uh, sing songs on Facebook Live just because even if there's no viewers at the time watching, who knows how many it will go to mm-hmm. once it's out. But um, I like Facebook Live, but the one thing I don't want to do is go on it and then I'm like, what do I want to say? Yeah. Like, do I have any? Like, I did that a, a few times, but it was at the beginning. So people were asking me questions. But once in a while, it's going to happen that somebody says, what does she want to say? So yeah. you have you everything you do on the net, you have to make sure there there's a, a point for it because you don't want to put something on YouTube that's that doesn't sound good and, and you don't want to put something out that you're not happy with. So yeah. I don't want to go on Facebook Live and be like, well, I'm on here, but I don't really know what I want to say. Like, I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm doing, right? So yeah. they always say don't put something out unless you know it's right. So yeah, Some prep work, please. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but if I know what I want to talk, like I can go and talk about Buffy. It doesn't <laughs> have to be all music. Uh, anyway, speaking about Buffy, I'm watching all the seasons again. <laughs> how, how many seasons are there? I think there's six. I have them all, but I just finished it. Now I'm back to season one again. I'm going through this phase of Buffy. It, <laughs> it never gets old, though. It never gets old. I, never, I love that show. I never really seen a TV show. I remember the movie when it first came out, but I never really yeah, got into but, the TV yeah, show. Yeah, but the movie is nothing like the actual show. The show is funny and it's it's not scary. It's just funny and it just doesn't get old. It's from the nineties. And then I think it ended in two thousand. So it's really good. Really good. What are the shows you into? Well, I'm not into many of the shows now, but I think the shows now, I would say Carnation Street. It's a British show, mm-hmm. but I like Boy Meets World and Big Wolf on Campus and Buffy that was on YTV, those shows. But nowadays, I don't really watch the new stuff. I, I go back to, to the shows that I grew up with, you know? Well, do, so. you, do you like any of, like, um, anything that's, well, Buffy was kind of that way in the vein, but, um, paranormal stuff yeah of course let me recommend (laughs) the show to you it is called supernatural i was uh introduced to it uh probably about almost nine years ago by my wife and i've been watching it ever since it's like in this 12th season right now so i mean wow i've never seen it but i know i know what what that show is yeah yeah i mean but yeah if you like to binge i mean you got like 11, 12 seasons to look at. It's all on Netflix. <laughs> I better start now. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's yeah. great. I mean, you get to see those characters grow into what they are now and how they get in and out of sticky situations. And it must be good if it's going for that long, huh? Yeah. It's still are. going? Yeah. yeah. I think they got it. Be. Must be, it must be a very, very uh, good. Yeah, they got um. I think they just got renewed for another season already, and they're not even finished with the current one. Well, that's good. That means they have a lot of viewers. Yeah, and they do a it, lot of um, fan stuff too. Like um, not too long ago, they was out here around where I live doing like little fan uh, meet and greets and all kind of stuff. And they do like well, a lot of the Facebook well, that, live Well, that's stuff. good. Also, it's sad when you you like a show and then you find out it didn't get renewed. Yeah, because um, that's, that's, um, that happens to my wife a lot. She now, um, 
find all these shows that she really get into. Like, um, I think the most recent one was the following and it was a good show and they didn't renew it. And she was kind of upset about that. (laughs) Well, you never know. They might be, they can probably put it on a different channel. Sometimes they do that. I don't know how, how, how the TV industry works, but it's sad because some shows are very good, but if they don't get enough also, you know, it's kind of interesting. There's so much advertising you have to do, I guess, on the outside. So I don't know how that works, but um, yeah, well, you have to push everything out, you know? Well, a lot of things are going on is um, everything is going on um, streaming services like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, uh, Prime. So, I mean, a lot of these shows. Yeah, nobody's even like watching TV anymore. Exactly. <laughs> not as much, not as much. Yeah. Just the news they watch on TV. Everything else is, I just go, I just watch the DVDs or even YouTube. You can find the movies there. And then, and then a week later, you find out it's off YouTube. <laughs> like, damn, they found it. Yeah. But it, ha- it happens a lot. But yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, everything that I watch is on uh, some kind of streaming service that I own. So, I mean, I really don't have a use for cable because I only right. watch like three or four things anyway. Right, right. It's like, what other uh, movies that you're into? Oh, horror. Oh. <laughs> I, horror, like Chucky is my favorite. Chucky's my favorite. <laughs> I I also like Scream, uh, Michael Myers, uh, Jason. Oh, oh, awesome, you, awesome, you awesome. I need to make a play date or something Because <laughs> that's all, all everything. Well, I have the, the Chucky doll next to me. If that doesn't scare you, and I have a poster, yeah. <laughs> you know, my friends are terrified when when Chucky is next to them. But I'm like, it's just a doll. It won't bite you <laughs> yet. It won't bite you yet. <laughs> yeah, they're making a um, new Chucky movie. Yeah, I think they're. Um, yeah. I think they're using the same dog from the first movie. Yeah. Because um, the last movie they made a new one. I don't know how how they do it. It's amazing how they make the doll. But I I would love to be in a Chucky movie or like do a, a theme song for the movie. I I think it'll be cool. Okay. To do something like that. Twitter is a wonderful place. You need to start digging in on that. See if you can get in touch with somebody. <laughs> I know, but it's a big world out there. But you never know. You might just find them. Exactly. I mean, the worst thing they can tell you is no. <laughs> or I, or I don't know you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get to know me. Come on now. <laughs> Come on, I'm the biggest Chucky fan in the world. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the, um, I don't the know. last one they just came out with was uh, I thought was pretty good because I think it was made by the original director from the um, first uh, couple of movies. Mm-hmm. So. That was pretty cool. And it um, did a lot, um, the newer one that just came out, it did a lot of tying in of the old stuff as well. Cool. So uh, I'm interested to see what the um, new one is like because I I kind of burnt out on Bride of Chucky and Son of Seed of Chucky, but um, I still watched it. Well, I know there's a rumor that it's coming out this year, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's just a rumor or because I don't think it takes a long time to make Chucky movies mm-hmm. just because the doll takes a lot of work. 
They have so many things they have to do with the doll. They have seven dolls for a Chucky movie. So for like the walking and the moving and the, t- I, I don't know. It's amazing. It's, <laughs> it's amazing, but it's so cool. Like how they put it on camera and that doll does what it does. It's technology now. It's, it's amazing. Well, outside it's, of, um, outside of your music and everything, would that be something that you would like to get into? Like the acting or, you know, some kind of film work? Um, I would love to play. I know this is weird, but I would love to be like in a mystery or like in a detective film or in a horror film, but on the bad side of things. (laughs) You want to be the villain. I want to be like helping the villain, not being the actual bad person. I don't know. I've always wanted to see if I could play a role like that. It'll be fun. Or I could be like the side of like like a Chucky sidekick or something. Like I tell him something and then he knows like like his messenger. I don't know. You, know, you, want, <laughs> you want to be one of the disciples, the followers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. Uh, I've seen like so many people play dark roles and you and then you see them. I'm like, you're so sweet. How did you play that? You know. So I would love to see. Could I go into a role like that? Who knows. I'd, I've always wanted to be in, in like horror mystery kind of films. But yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know because <laughs> it'll be interesting because I don't get scared that easily. So having to act it out that that will be pretty interesting to see how I do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not scared of this scene, but uh, pretend. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I, I know it's all make believe and makeup effects and everything but i still get a little squeamish when it comes to things like um, when they're messing with people neck and everything like neck cutting and all kind of junk like okay that. i, like I can't watch gore it's too much <laughs> oh so you just like the raw scary stuff yeah like also i i like the movie halloween i think that's with michael myers yeah yeah well, you're in luck. I mean, you you say you like Michael Myers. They're coming out with another Michael Myers movie. They're coming out with another. I, I would. Production. I was looking for the Michael Myers mask to wear for Halloween. I couldn't find it. <laughs> I wanted to be Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did you try yeah. Amazon? Pardon? I said, did you try Amazon? Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of that. Yeah, at the yeah. time you can I was just like this. which store has it <laughs> and it's funny I saw people with it like outside but me may, maybe they ordered it because maybe they don't have it in the stores like that you have to find it but but I was Chucky's bride one year and I carried the Chucky doll with me and people thought it was weird <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm supposed to be scared you not weird <laughs> yeah, I don't know that, I mean that is a little creepy no, but I did it. I wore the black lipstick. I found a, a white dress and, and then I had to fix it. I put like a belt around me, a black belt or something. And then I wore, I, I don't know. I actually looked like his bride. So it's pretty cool. You got any and then, and then, sorry. And, and then I got this fake knife. So yeah. You got any uh, <laughs> pictures of it posted? No, I, I might have to look for that. <laughs> and, uh, but no, I, I didn't have a Facebook at the time when I had that. I don't even know if Facebook was even up then. I, I don't even know how long Facebook has been out because I got Facebook a few years ago. 
Yeah. So, you know, I yeah. say it all the time. The only reason I have a Facebook to this day is because my mom invited me. And that's the only reason I have one. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, it's weird because my mom is really old. She's like in the 70s. And here, here she is, 70 something year old mom inviting me to Facebook. <laughs> Well, everybody needs something online to have fun with. <laughs> yeah, but she's like, she'll start a Facebook account, and then she'll forget a password. Instead of trying to go through the process of getting a new password, she just start a new Facebook. So she got like eight Facebook pages. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. So how many emails did she have to make? I don't know. It, it, and that's another thing. <laughs> because to make a new Facebook, you need a new email because you can't use the same email like that. See, and that's the same thing. You know, you make these email accounts and be like, oh, I forgot what the password was. Oh, I'll just start another email account. <laughs> but, but, oh my God. but now they're making it easier not to forget and not to get hacked and stuff. Their hotmail and stuff is so good. Yeah, because like now, uh, like anytime I go home to visit or whatever, it's just like, uh, could you fix this? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I was like, well, why did you buy it? <laughs> I don't know. I wanted it. I was like, okay. Because <laughs> uh, she, she, she like all the new tech and everything, but she don't know how to work none of it. <laughs> Tell me about it, <laughs> parents. Uh. <laughs> how do you attach this file to my to my email? Oh, you just go here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of times you can just drag and drop it now. They make it a little bit easier. I know. Before you got to press that, attach to that, and make, name that. Oh, jeez. You remember when email was, uh, I mean, internet was dial tone? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember when um, not only was it dial tone, now? it was um, hourly based. I know it was awful. Sometimes it didn't even work. <laughs> I, I remember when AOL first came out. Uh, oh yes, yes. I you know what? I still have an AOL account, but I forgot my password. So I'm plus. I I don't think I I even want to go back to it. I don't even know what is left on that site. <laughs> well, if, if you um, forgot your password, you can just start a new AOL account like my mom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, but can you still use AOL? I think or is it old? It's yeah. old. I think I know one is, person. Is MSN, is MSN still being used or is that over? Because I had like two MSN accounts. And... I have no idea. I mean, once you, st- you get away from it and find something better, you tend not to use those things. I know, but can you even download MSN anymore? I don't think so. I think that's over. I know. It used to be attached to um, the email account. Like, it was a, a internal yeah. thing. But, I don't but know that was do that something anymore. people would do every day after school. I'm going on MSN tonight. I'll talk to you there. You know, you talk to all those people. Yeah, and then now you can but, just do it straight uh, from your phone. Yeah, but I'm glad it's over because it caused a lot of problems, you know. So, yeah. Uh, problems like what? Drama. Oh, oh, well, I, I got you there. <laughs> in high school, you know, in high school, right? In junior high and all that stuff. In grade 7, 8, 9, 10, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you don't want to know what happens back then, people. <laughs> yeah, kids, I mean. That's, uh, it's really, really bad out there. Especially now. 
It's mm-hmm. like nothing is private, and you know, you try to tell them not to put anything on the internet that you don't want. That's to what see. they say. Anything you post, even if you erase it, you don't know somebody else has taken it. Yeah, because they can just screenshot it or whatever it is. I don't know. There's hackers, man. People know. There's so many. I don't even know, but there's. I'm sure there are ways that people can download your music for free. I don't even. I remember when I was on MySpace back in the day. Yeah. I'm still on MySpace, but when it was actually good and active, um, I remember I was talking to this person, and then the person's like, "Oh, I I downloaded your songs." I'm like, "So you're literally telling me that you you took my songs for free? Thanks." It'd be like, oh, I want to give you a thank you. What's your um address so I can come visit you? Then you whip the ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he really didn't have to tell me he took my songs for free. He could have just taken it and let it go. I don't know why he did that. It was weird. Are but anyway. like, I heard it. <laughs> left it at that. Yeah. And uh, honestly, back then... I didn't like that people took my stuff for free. I, I want them to ask me, but now it's like, I don't care. Everything's <laughs> on the net. Listen to it, buy it, or take it. As long as you have it, you've heard it, I'm good. Now it's like, go ahead. Because everything's on the net now. Yeah. And you don't know. There's, I'm sure people take songs more. I don't know, like, it's hard to sell music now. But it's very easy to go on a page and take a song. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I, I just I don't understand how people make money now. I mean, other than touring and then things like that, I can understand where stuff comes in that way. Maybe even merchandising, but like the sale of actual CDs and music, I don't understand how that even works now. I think artists are selling more on the net, unless if they're very known and the world knows them. I think the up and coming artists are going to be selling more online because it's faster to grab the product. But yeah. somebody like me, I still want to walk into, into the record store and buy the, the record. Yeah. I still, I still like the physical CD. I can't even remember the last time I bought an actual CD. I think the last CD that I bought, it wasn't even for me. It was for my wife. I bought her a Drake CD. <laughs> Well, I got Lucas Graham's CD like two weeks ago. <laughs> he's good. He's the guy that sings for seven years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah. He's 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 the the record is amazing. His voice, his voice. I I'm not I'm not surprised he's where he is. His voice is unbelievable. It's so good. I'm like that voice. Where did he get that voice? <laughs> As far as music goes, um, how, have you done a lot of collaborations or would you be looking to collaborate with people here soon? I I have co-written some of my songs, but I haven't really done collaboration like with an artist yet. I, I would like to, but um, yeah, I, ha- I have to think about that. Yeah. See, see what I can do because um, I've been doing everything alone. I should try to do a project like that. Well, there you go. To see, see? yeah, and, the and maybe out of my genre. Yeah, that's all. Maybe that's try right. something different and surprise people. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> what do you consider your your music genre? 
genre? I would genre? say I, I would say rock. Okay. But I don't want to spe- spe- specify what kind because you can specify any kind of rock you want to specify. I just think I'm in the rock genre. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, your music people is your music. call me pop too, but I think pop meaning popular and not actual pop because I'm not pop. But yeah, I don't know because I was um, listening to um, your EP and um, yeah, like I don't know when I was listening to it, it kind of like I can hear some of your music being in like one of those uh, teen movies or whatever you know, <laughs> one of them, yeah, uh, high school. Movies I would love that, like. I know I'm older, but I, I wouldn't care if my movie were in teen movies because I still watch teen movies. <laughs> I still watch the old Disney Channel movies and stuff. So, yeah, I would love it. It's just the way that the song is. Mm-hmm. And maybe because the way I am, I'm still feeling I'm 18, 19 years old in my teen years. Maybe I have some of that in my voice. So. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're only as old as you feel anyway, so. I'm pretty much listening to stuff that I I grew up with. So maybe it's been in me my whole life. Except Lucas Graham, I just got him now. But I haven't bought a new artist CD for so long. Like, Lucas is the first one I've bought in many years. Because I always buy Avril or... Kelly Clarkson or Green Day or Bon Jovi or Simple Plan or Billy Idol, but Lucas, you're new on my list now. Like, okay, I couldn't believe. Like after seven years, I, I was like, this guy has more. This is not his best song. I I heard his record. I was like, okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it now. That's the single, but the record is very good. Like some of the stuff on his record should be on the radio, but not everything can get on radio. Yeah. So because they they call it radio play, like your songs have to be for radio. So if that doesn't match the radio formula, you can't play it. So yeah. I know. I know. I, I I really dig the song too. And then um, my youngest, yeah, it's cute. My, it's about his life <laughs> youngest, and his father. Yeah. My youngest sing it a lot in the car. Uh, it is a very easy song to sing along with because the lyrics are very simple. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how my son like it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, Kiss is a Killer. Uh, what all went into this EP and how long you've been working on it? Well, okay. When did I start this EP? February 2016 to March 2016. So I had three weeks to do it. Ooh. I got the, I got the opportunity to go to Nashville. Um, I, I, the band on my record is in my band. They were the band that I, I, I got to play for me, mm-hmm. but I, I wrote with songwriters and, uh, amazing, amazing. I wrote 10 songs, but I had to choose five out of 10. So I'm glad these were the five I chose because I felt they, um, they, they were meant to be together on the record. Like from one song to the other, it went very smooth together. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt that the story I wanted for the record was in that, in those songs. And, um, I don't know. The, 
some of the songs I had the ideas for, some of the songs my the writers had the ideas for, and then I just gave them more. Mm-hmm. Um, Hurt and Paradise are very close to me. And uh, Kiss is a Killer is just a fun song about a girl liking this bad boy, and he just gives the best kiss ever, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Stuck Up, I'm sure... It's very easy to know that stuck up is about someone who thinks they're the best. And yeah, uh, that one, like I don't really know anybody like that, but I had to write a song and I didn't know what to write about. So I just thought about, I'm sure there are people who think they're the best in the world. So I just thought about that. What if I knew somebody who was like that? Okay. But, and then last, it's a, it's, it's a heartbreak song, and, and I always write heartbreak songs, so I squeeze that one in there. But um, overall, I think the process went very well. Um, I had some times where I'm like, I have writer's block for a couple seconds, but I don't believe that writer's block is real. I think it's more like, I can't think of the lyrics right now. I, I can't think, you know, I'm stuck. But I think the whole process was a very good experience for me because I I was with so many nice people. And it's funny, some of them were actually country singers, (laughs) but they had the background of rock in their uh, field. So some of them started as a rock singer and they ended up being a country star. So, So it's cool. That's why Hurt, some people say, does Hurt sound a bit country? Yes, it does. Um, Hurt wasn't supposed to be country, but because it has a bit of a Bon Jovi feel in it, mm-hmm. and, and Bon Jovi has that country edge into some of his songs, um, I just like the way it, it came out and the way I sang it. Okay, I was in Nashville. I put a country song, but it was, it's not like a, a, a country crossover. It's more like it's rock mm-hmm. with a tint of country feel to it, but I'm not singing country. Yeah. But if you listen to it, it has a little feel of country. And some people have told me it does. And okay. even the producer I was working with said, this sounds country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Not country, but I am for this one. <laughs> Actually, speaking about country, I love Shania Twain. So maybe there was a bit of that in there because I used to sing Shania Twain when I was younger. I used okay. to love her songs, sing them all the time. So that's my youngest daughter's name, Shania. Oh, nice. It's a, it's a beautiful name. And I just found out that she's making a new record, Uh-oh. and I had no idea. I'm so excited for that. Now, um, you said it was a three-week process. I mean, what what was, um, why only three weeks? Because that's how long I could be in Nashville for. <laughs> oh, okay. So it was more of a travel. <laughs> I'm not going to be there for like two months. It's expensive living in the States. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, plus for the people I was working with, that was the time they were available. Okay. So we had to get them into the, you know, making sure that they were av- available f- for that time. Plus, 
when I got there, the next day I started work. So I flew in the night before and I missed my plane. Mm. <laughs> I went from Ottawa to Toronto. I missed because from, and that the airport in Toronto is so long oh, okay. that you have to go to, to find your plane thing. Oh my gosh. We got to the door and the plane went. I literally told the girl, if you had waited one more minute, we would have gotten on the plane. <laughs> so we were like sitting there. I was like, okay, I have, I have to do music tomorrow. Don't panic. We went to see if there was another plane going that way, if we could get on it. You know, I, I forgot what you call it, but sometimes they, they can switch your plane tickets yeah. or something and you can go on a later flight. I was lucky that there was room on the next flight and I got to Nashville later than I was supposed to be, but I didn't miss anything because I, that was the day I was flying. But, oh my gosh. Yeah. But it wasn't my fault. It was the plane's fault because <laughs> Ottawa Airport left late to Toronto and because we were a bit late then when we ran, okay, we were really angry. Because we asked them if they could hold the plane for us, and they didn't do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Um, I'm sure people have had worse problems there. So this is nothing. It's okay. I still got my product in the end, and I still enjoyed the ribs. And I and I had a donut <laughs> called hot. A what? A hot donut or something. Hot crispy donut or something. Oh, I think. Is it hot? They they say it's better to have it when it's hot. Yeah. Not cold. But but um they didn't have it No wait, they had it hot wait. I, I, I don't know if they had it hot or cold. I can't remember. But I tried it, it was amazing. <laughs> and I got my Dunkin' Donut coffee because I love Dunkin' Donuts and it's so good. So anytime I go to the States, I have to get them because uh, it's it's so hard to cross the border and get it and come back. So, <laughs> actually, my mom just came back from Florida a couple of days ago and she surprised me with two Dunkin' Donut bags of coffee. So I was like, yay! <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I'm sorry, Tim Hortons. But Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> no, I know... They're both good and they're both different brands. So I, there's no comparison, but Tim Horton is Canadian. Dunkin' Donuts is American, but I love the name because you can dunk the donut in the coffee, right? Is, is that the point of the name? <laughs> yeah, dunk the donut? Truth in advertising. I, I think so. I think that's, and oh my gosh, the Dunkin' Donuts are actually good. Like the donuts. Mm-hmm. I had I had them and I couldn't stop. <laughs> I'm like I need another one. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. That would um the whole process, the three weeks of um studio time trying to get the EP together. I mean, how did that even come about? Like you hooking up with the people down in Nashville for that three weeks to make the album. A lot of research. Um, at the time. It's very interesting because I was working on a previous project and I, I released my song Frontline. I don't know if you heard that one, but it was my previous sing 
single I released and I was working on songs, but I wasn't really feeling it mm-hmm. as much. And it was good, but I never fall back towards the music I write. I normally go forward. But I was like, mm, Frontline is good, but the other songs, like I recorded it and everything, and it was ready, but I didn't want to release it. I'm like, I, I don't want to put those songs out. Not now. Not now. It's not time for it. And then my mom and I just went on the net and just researched people who can. I don't even remember what we did. I think I, I just said looking for help in the industry or recording or something like that. And somehow um, the person that I worked with uh, came up. And yeah, I got connected. So it was cool. And then, uh, magic. I, I, w- I was happy because I, I didn't know at the time that Nashville was even doing rock because they're so country, but I found out that they're opening up and they're, they're accepting even R&B singers, hip hop artists, everybody. It's amazing. When I went downtown Nashville, every bar had a different band playing. One bar had a rock band. The other bar had a pop band. Some bar had a, hip-hop it was all different so it's like wow wow they're really opening now it's not just all country yeah Yeah, no 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 it's really it was beautiful but i didn't see downtown nashville a lot in the day i saw it more at night because after a long day of work i said can we just go out and see something because i'm not tired you know i'm just (laughs) i just want to do something before or I go to bed. I, I don't just want to sleep. But oh, but I, I think my my longest like nights in Nashville would have to be the day I, I wrote Paradise. I had a whole day of just resting, and I was going crazy. I'm like, what do I do? And everybody just wanted to stay in, and I'm like, oh, okay. But the songwriter couldn't come earlier because he had to work, so he drove two hours from where he was. I don't know where he was, but I think he drove an hour or two. Anyway, he came, he had dinner, and then we went to the basement to write. And oh my gosh, I swear it was like nine o'clock. <laughs> I think. Oh my god! I'm like, how am I gonna write? It's nine o'clock at night. Like I'm tired. And then, and he he's so funny. He's like, I just want you to know, I'm not this happy song writer i want to write something angry and sad i'm like how did you know that's what i wanted like (laughs) because i don't i don't like to write very uplifting songs all the time because i like to write about my life okay there you go sad life but i mean sad songs sell so i feel that they sell a lot but um at that time i wanted to write sad songs but i was told to at least write one or two happy songs but that didn't happen i wrote one happy song (laughs) but um so we decided to write about i wanted to write about drugs and alcohol he said how about we write about bullying i said why don't we just write about depression (laughs) because because it all it, it all comes together because people who are depressed have been bullied or have families who who have alcohol and drugs problems you know so i don't know 
And then, and then I, I remembered Robin Williams mm -hmm. suicide. And then I'm like, okay, I need, I don't want to write about people that I know. I want to think about what do you think that person went through? Yeah. And then I made up the story myself okay. in the end. But, uh, my songwriter, Joe, was so good. He had the, he had the idea for the music like two seconds. I'm like, how did you do that? That's awesome. And then I, I don't know how the lyrics came out. It came out so fast. I was like, okay, I'm not tired anymore. You know, mm -hmm. like the ideas are flowing. Okay. But, uh, but, but he knew I was tired because he was tired too. But that's, we had to get this song ready for tomorrow. I had to record it in two days. Like, there's no time to wait. And I love working under pressure because I learn the song faster and work gets done faster. Now I'm, I might be stressed later on, but, <laughs> but honestly at that time, because I was always on the go, I loved it. I loved it. I love being pushed around. Well, don't rush me out of, of, of a building, but if you want me to learn something fast, Push me till I do it properly, okay. but don't, but, but like, don't say, come on, let's go. I, I hate being rushed out of something, but I don't like leaving unless I did the product right. Cause after I did some samples in the studio, I went into the mixing room to hear it back. And I told Kent, you know, there's a little part in this song. I think I can do better. And he was like, you can hear that? I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a slightly flat, slightly. So I went back in and then I fixed it because he said, well, I can tweak it. I said, no, 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 no. I don't want to tweak it. I want to fix it because I am the one that has to sing it in the end, right? Yeah. So I fixed it. But of course, everything now is, it's all technology. You can sing flat and they can fix you. But I don't want to do that. I want to go in and do what I can so I know. But um, even though he said I sounded fine, but I told him I don't like it. So I want it. And then I, I did it and, it and it was fine. And I think that was in uh, didn't last. There was a big high note. And he said I did it fine. But I told him to me, it, does, it doesn't sound as good. I, I don't know. I didn't like it. So I did it and I like, see, it sounds a lot better. He's like, yeah, it does. Hmm. I, I hear it now. So it just, it was so little. I just felt, I felt something was off and I, and I had to fix it or I would go crazy not doing <laughs> So, oh, and another thing, I don't listen to my own music. What I'm sure weird. artists don't do it either. Well, yeah. Some of them. Oh, I, I don't know. I listen to like, my own podcast. Like if somebody says, can I hear your music? Sure, but don't let me hear it. I'm tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sing it so much, I don't want to hear it. But like, but um, I don't know why. I only listen to my songs if I need a revision of lyrics and stuff, but I don't like singing with myself. Okay. It's weird. Yeah. But I, I've also been told that some artists, some artists don't even like to hear themselves back in the studio either. Like, oh, I, I don't want to hear myself. I'm good. But me, it's different in the studio. But, um. Yeah, no, that's a little weird. Yeah. I don't know. Cause like whenever I record these podcasts or whatever, I'll 
listen to it back, you know, just to listen for errors or things that I need to correct and everything. Oh, yeah. I just, I don't know why, but I've, I've had so many people in the industry tell me it's normal if you don't like to hear your own music because so many artists don't like to hear themselves. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's a thing. <laughs> well, once your music is out there, it's out there. Yeah. But but I don't say, oh, yeah, every night I go and listen to Kiss is a Killer. <laughs> no, no. I go and listen to Green Day instead. Okay. Like, I mean, like, I don't listen to my own music as, yeah. as I do other artists. Yeah, you, you don't know? listen to it for leisure. Yeah. Also, if I have a show that week and I'm listening to my own songs, I'm going to freak out thinking I'm going to f- forget my lyrics. <laughs> I I don't like to hear everything and see lyrics. I just, yeah. Once I know them, I don't want to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Some artists can look at their lyrics 20 times in a day and still go p- perform fine. Me, it makes me more nervous. I just go in there, and and if I mess up, I'm human. Yeah. You know, I'm human. Now, what is that um like having somebody write music for you as opposed to you writing the music yourself? Oh, like uh, the 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 melody, you mean? Yeah, the or, lyrics, or, or like lyrics as well. Both, either or. Well, for "Kisses a Killer," Bill had the title and had some of the song had had some ideas written for the song and he played it for me and I was like that's the name of the album and that's the single even though I didn't have any of the other songs written yet I just knew that was it and it is the album and the, and the single but um having somebody present me with a title and idea of of a song it's amazing because the way they write is diff- is different than I do, mm-hmm. and they have been doing this for longer, and um and they know how to write commercial music, and it's so catchy, and the rhythm is and, and it's amazing, and they and they're using chords I never even knew, <laughs> you know I know I know some of these chords I'm like how do you play that but yeah but uh and the idea. Like when he say kiss is a killer, I'm like, kiss is a killer, meaning it kills you. He's like, no, no, no. Kiss is a killer. Like it, it, you, you, you love it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know what it meant at the beginning, but, uh, I'm like, yeah, I, oh, I see what you mean. And then that's when we had to think of the theme of, around it. And yeah. He, he wanted to make it very like a Joan Jetty kind of song because he heard some of my songs and said I sounded a bit like her. So he was thinking, how would Joan Jett sound if she was singing this song? I'm like, I'm not Joan Jett, but thanks. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, yeah, it, I, I don't mind when, when people compare me to other artists. I, I find it great. Like, I didn't know I sounded like, uh, so I've had people tell me I sounded like, uh, the Cranberries, uh, uh, Melissa Etheridge, Pat Benatar, different tones of my voice. The, 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 the raspiness. It's very interesting. Okay. Now, um, 
those 10, you said you had 10 tracks originally and you had to chat yes. down to Yes, I do have five more. Maybe I'll record them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know when, but it depends if they, if they fit in my theme of the record, right? I might write new ones or I might go backwards and use some of the songs I wrote many years ago to release. I don't know. Like, uh, um, picking those five, I mean, was it a hard thing to do? I mean, cause I mean, that's, well, the like process was choose the five songs that I could sing and learn fast for the recording. And then we had to find the key range and make sure the song was suitable for me at the time. Okay. Some songs were good, but needed more work to make it sound good with my vocals. Some songs were so good that as soon as I started singing, it flowed well. But they're all good songs. I I will use them, but I had to choose five fast. That's all. Okay. Now, choosing five songs out of ten fast, it's not as easy as you think because sometimes you really love another song, but all the songs I wanted to do got chosen, so I'm so happy. There were some times when the somebody said, no, we're going to do this. I'm like, no, we're going to do this one because I'm going to sing it for you and you're going to see how it sounds with my voice. <laughs> so because sometimes the actual songwriter sang it, not me, because I didn't know how to sing it at the time. So they had to hear me. And if they didn't hear me sing it, they'll be like, oh, it doesn't sound very rock. Oh, no, 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 it is. Just let me sing it. And then when I sang it, they're, they're like, oh, okay, I see, I see. Yeah. But it's okay. But in this industry, sometimes you don't really have the choice. Yeah. They say the best song. But honestly, I'm so happy whatever songs got chosen were chosen because I, the record came out the way it should have. It's, I, I, I love all my songs on my record and I'm glad I, I put it out. So. Okay. Now, before we go ahead and put a pin in it, um, where are you doing? Um, are you doing any concerts or anything? Are you doing any tours? I uh, I will be, and they can go on my website, SabrinaFell.com, to see where I'm performing. But at this very moment, I am doing a lot of interviews mm-hmm. with podcasts, and uh, I'm doing uh, one in um. San Francisco on Friday, and then I'm doing one in, uh, I, I think in April, I'm doing one in uh, England, and then I'm doing one in Massachusetts, so it's really interesting. They're, they're all going to be online if they want to see it, but I'm trying to do a lot of interviews, because I didn't do much of it before. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I, I need to do interviews. I need to. I need to now, because everything's on, on, the, on the net now, so... And I didn't know by going on Twitter, you could find all that. It's amazing. And and uh, Facebook is good, too. If in the search bar you put radio stations in Canada or in the States, all of them come up. So I find that there, too. But it takes time for them to contact you back. But I, I have to send the, the information to them before they know who I am. So, <laughs> But it's interesting because I had a radio station say, I sent your stuff to other stations, but I hope you don't mind. I didn't ask your permission. I wrote back saying, 
it's okay. Thank you for sharing. You know, like I, I don't mind if people give my music to other people because if they're enjoying it, why not share it? Share. Sharing is caring. Exactly. All right. Other than your website, you got any other places where anybody can find you? Well, on my website, sabrinafowl.com at the top, there's my Instagram, my Facebook, my, my YouTube, my iTunes. And also, uh, I do have Snapchat, Sabrina underscore Fowla. So if you just put Sabrina Fowla on Google or Yahoo, all my sites will come up. So Sweet. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out to chat with me. Yeah, it was fun. I loved it. And um, hopefully you take a look at that Supernatural TV series. Ah, uh, you know what? I will definitely write a note down and I will check it out. Because <laughs> I, I believe you really like it. I'm, I'm sure I will too. It, it sounds uh, catchy already. So, all right. well, Supernatural. Yeah, <laughs> it's all Supernatural. Yeah. So I appreciate you being on the show once again. I look forward to see what you got coming up next. And um, as any guest that's been on the show, you've been on once. And anytime you want to come back for whatever reason, just bullshit or pushy music or whatever it is, you're welcome to come back anytime. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. Thank you for having me. And, and once, thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the show. That was the show. We ain't got no more. Boom, boom, boom. We ain't no more. We ain't got no more. We ain't got no more show. Penis! <laughs> Shout out to D. White on that one. Um, Yeah, that was our guest, man. Sabrina. She got an EP out. Kiss is a Killer. I hope you look it up. It's on iTunes and all those other places where you find the music and you listen to it at. And uh, she was a fun guest. She talked about the things and stuff. And that's what we do here. We talk about the things and the stuff. <laughs> and, you know, I wish her the best of luck in all her future music endeavors. And it's cool, man, that somebody can uh, just take their talents and make music and everything, have people write stuff for them, and they just make a product out of it. I think that's pretty awesome. I wish I had the talent to do so. She said it took her three weeks to make the EP. And it probably would have took me three years to make one single. <laughs> but man, there it is. And we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up, put a nice little bow on it. Um, before I go, I'm going to give you these plugs, which is my Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at it's. B Rob, that's I T S B R O B. For anything wrestling related or just some general shenanigans, that is the, uh, I would say hashtag, that is the freaking Twitter handle that you can talk to me on and stuff. Also, the show has a Twitter account, which is at, wait for it, R R R. Was that three? Yeah, that's three R's. Three R's underscore podcast. I mean, I, I get lost in it sometimes, but it's three R's underscore podcast. Anything pertaining to the show, guest stuff, 
and anything. Just another avenue uh, to get in touch with your boy, B-Rob. Also, I have a website that is back up <laughs> because I renewed the goddamn domain name. And you can find it at randomrobcast.com. If you go down to the bottom of the homepage, there's a whole slew of ways that you can support the podcast. Got merchandise. My wife wrote a book. If you want to, you know, read a book about things and murder and sexy time, she wrote a book called Dark Deception. You can look it up. It's on the bottom of the homepage. And there's some Amazon links. You know how those things should work by now. If you listen to a whole bunch of podcasts, you just click on it. It'll take you to Amazon. You don't pay nothing extra. You just shop. And at the end, I get a little bit of kickback. Booyah, help your boy out. Click on some links. Also, they got the artist spotlight, which I'll be adding Sabrina to. So any artist that comes on the show, musically inclined type, I mean, I put the um, music and stuff on the website. That way you can just go there and find all the guests, guests, music and whatnot. So come to randomrobcast.com. Also, you can find me on Instagram. Look up Random Rams with Rob. Or you can do it the long way. You can type in Random Ramblings W underscore Rob. You can find videos of me walking around in Walmart and doing Pringles taste tests with my kids and my wife and everything. Also, also, if you want something more wrestling based, or a wrestling themed podcast you can also find me as a co-host on the pipe bomb with mccool and company over and only on the nai network so whenever you look for the pipe bomb with mccool and company go to itunes or whatever your podcast provider is and type in the nai network our show is in the feed with a whole host of other shows that you might like as well so it is the pipe bomb with mccool and company on the nai network wrestling stuff yeah and like i said this bonus content they're gonna have kiss is a killer by sabrina Fala, and also we're gonna have run it by t l r and i'm done the ramblings and the randoms and the stuff so man i appreciate you all for listening and bonus content